0: Explosive car. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Get
1: some fuck up and die. I gotta get all my burps and gross sounds out. <sighs> so, know, yeah. So David yeah. will
0: actually listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, please, David, listen Did, to it. He he ate some chicken before, so he's gonna have a little burpees. Yeah, no, and I know. I bud. drank a whole can of Dr Pepper just now. So <laughs> I'm you're feeling just, you're, you're fueling it up, baby. That's yeah. That's the that's the pre the pre pod. That, that motherfucker pre-old. though.
1: Um, if anyone listened to our oh. ramble last week, we gave David so much shit for <laughs> not yeah. putting a star but rating or a review on any of his letterbox for his good friends to follow and get recommendations and stuff. So he watched Paddington, which is a, just a delightful children's movie, and he didn't rate it or comment in any way. So I have no idea if he hated <sighs> it or he liked it, but what a freaking want to scream, dude. <laughs> what a goober, dude.
0: So I, he but he I noticed that he did he has watched like two or three since then and kind has posted a star review or a rating and I was proud of him. But now Paddington, I saw so that one slipped by. What a freaking goober. What, what okay. a
1: goober. Um so this this is the other podcast. This is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. Thank you, sir. Um that's Jordan over there. If you're watching the video, he's got a Cold of up?
0: knowledge I'm, t-shirt. Look at that! I'm repping that merch, baby. That's it's cold of knowledge. Uh, it's uh, if you watch our if you watch our YouTube video, there it is. It's on the well, screen there. It's All cute. Right.
1: It's cute. It's real cute. Um,
0: one day I'll yeah, have a they'll hat be up or something. They'll be up on the website soon. I'm yes. Uh, this one's dude. It's a little tight, but <laughs> good, it's looking Good, good I'm, plug, I'm, dude. Yeah, you look yeah, ripped. I'm getting, I'm getting fit. Yeah, that's why I like to wear, like, three sizes too small. yeah. So it just looks good. I'm going to start doing
1: that, see how that makes me feel.
0: it'll yeah, make you feel great. You'll stand up and you'll feel great. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> like, I have the huge baggy shirts that go all the way down. Anyway, um, <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about... Uh, we're going to talk another, another Terry Gilliam film here today, folks. Uh, that
1: is another Terry Gilliam film. I'm sad because I was going to go watch the original... Because we're doing re- this is
0: remake month. Well, if you go to Reddit, I posted the original. Oh, you did. Um, That's the full the full movie's up there now. Delightful. Because it's only like a half an hour long or something, right? Yeah, you go and watch it. It's, yeah, it's like twenty eight minutes, and it um is fucking great. It's really haunting. I'm I'm like I'm like impressed with it, but it's definitely like a it's a it's an experience. It's not like a great movie, <laughs> right? It's, I remember it's not a
1: seeing part of it, and it's basically a slideshow with voiceover. It,
0: Right, but but it's but it's, it's like, good. Like it's a, it's yeah, the sound design. It's basically like a radio show. You yeah. could watch it without the visuals, but the but the visual impact is is huge. The it's like they're really haunting photos. It's like it's like looking at like World War Two photos and oh, like, cool. to music. It's like a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah, yeah. But super, super fucking artsy. Yeah. So it's, so it's Le a sixties sixties French, French movies Like what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the the yeah, Le French is always freaking. They're um, like. Yeah. You, you
1: know right. what we're talking about. You clicked on the fucking title. We're talking about Twelve Monkeys. Obviously, if you haven't gotten that already, it, and for those of you who don't know who Terry Gilliam is or what we're doing. Uh Twelve Monkeys is what we're talking about. And this is what, the second yeah. Terry Gilliam movie we've watched?
0: I always Definitely think the second for sure, because we watched Brazil, we watched which Brazil is kind of like recently. his his like predecessor to this. It's like yeah. I mean he kinda it's like his lens is very I, dystopian. Yeah,
1: I watched future. Time Bandits for Time Travel yeah. Month, but we did not
0: do Time Bandits. But it, yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. We should have back then when one. we were
1: when we were, if we were doing
0: a bonus episodes, we should have done a bonus on Time Bandits because it's yeah. awesome. Well, we'll do. We should yeah, we should watch more of Terry Gilliam's because now watching this one, I appreciate Brazil and I I appreciate both uh, extensively, but I. I think i like brazil a little bit more but we're gonna we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into the render. nitty-gritty details let me i'm gonna read you a little synopsis uh this synopsis is not provided by yours truly i <laughs> did not have time we're we're recording a little bit of, out of our uh, out of our, norm. our normal
1: schedule we're, so, a, little, we're a little off because i'm going out of town
0: yeah well you're gonna yeah you're gonna go have a little road trippy time with the fam dude it's gonna be fun you're a regular family man yeah it's gonna be it's yeah, it's gonna be baller, man. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a better time than James Cole <laughs> did in Twelve Monkeys. And if you wanna sit right there, I'll read you the synopsis that's provided by Letterboxd. All right, lay it on me. In the year 2035, convict James Cole reluctantly volunteers to be sent back in time to discover the origins of a deadly virus that wiped out nearly all of Earth's population and forced the survivors into underground communities. But when Cole is mistakenly sent to 1990, instead of 1996, he's arrested and locked up in a mental hospital. There he meets psychiatric, or psychiatrist <laughs> Dr. Catherine Rayleigh, and patient Jeffrey Goines, the son of a famous virus expert who may hold the key to the, mystery, the mysterious rogue group The Army of the Twelve Monkeys, thought to be responsible for unleashing the killer disease. Okay. And that's pretty much it. But then it's like, it's so funny. If you read that, you would picture, you would think like 1995 and you would think maybe Outbreak. Or you would think, I don't know, you would think something so serious. If you did not know Terry Gilliam and this was like the first movie you stepped into. And if you looked at the movie poster, because let's just, just for a moment, can we talk about that movie poster? It's, it's so like unbearably generic and boring. It's fine. But
1: it's no, no, I like, no. I like how dark it is because it's cool for that it's the dark. floating
0: head posters essentially you know yeah but it's wild because it's kind of like one of and not okay no not the first but it's like the 90s i was because i was i was like man this is such a generic ass poster so i went and i looked through a bunch of movie posters from the 90s and it kind of it kind of does stand out it kind of has that like that really like dark contrast like it does you're saying. it's it's, it, like, it's the boldness because it, it's like the photo is yeah. like black and white it
1: definitely looks like a Tommy it, Hilfiger it, it, fucking advertisement, right. but then they got the red eye, which red I always eye. thought growing up looked like a cyborg guy, so I thought it was going to be about same. robots. And same then, here. And then I was like, oh, that's like a little symbol on his eye. And yeah.
0: It, that's just it's a placement. I don't know. <laughs> they definitely went like ambiguous and vague with that movie poster. It's kind of i don't know i think to its detriment but this movie did this movie did fantastic it was was a critically acclaimed film and a box office hit so it's not like the poster was hurting it or anything i just i just wanted to comment about that um but uh that's fine i um what yeah what were your what what was your your what was your first
1: time watching this what was it i mean
0: walk me through that dude i'm i'm like did we watch this together once or i don't I don't really remember my first time. It might have been around the time I watched Brazil too, which was probably, you know.
1: I uh I don't think no, we watched no, it
0: together, watched... but
1: we probably watched it around the same time.
0: Yeah, we had But I,
1: I I I specifically remember this movie came out of the uh the those film years where I spent so many times, <laughs> right. you know, 15 years old grounded watching movies in my room. Um that's definitely when I watched it. Because uh, I remember watching it, and this movie blew tiny 15-year-old Levi's mind. I was just like, and I loved it. And I watched it a lot, like, afterwards. Cause this, uh, but I haven't seen it in, like, it's been a while now. This rewatch, what do you- it's been quite a while. It's been, like, probably, like, six, seven years, eight years, something like that. I feel like I watched it like, The Grudge House or something. Was, like, last time
0: I saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, maybe I've watched this again with a group, but, like... For me, this is just my second viewing. So I kind of, you know, I, I went into it. You know all the wide, beats, but like, somewhat, you don't. Somewhat fresh. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I definitely was like, I definitely, when I was talking about it and thinking about this movie, I straight up forgot it, Bruce Willis was the main character. I was think it's it really is like Brad Pitt. I mean, that was my whole thing. I was like, man, Brad Pitt really stills the show. Like Bruce Willis <laughs> does so a weird. fantastic job. This but, is probably but, one yeah. of
1: Bruce Willis's better movies for
0: sure. Oh, big, <laughs> oh, big time. And that actually, that's something that you know I wanted to like comment about is like what, what happened to him? What, <laughs> where? Well, if we've learned flight? anything
1: now, it's his horrifically deteriorating mental state. <laughs> Oh,
0: is that is that
1: what it is? I, yeah, have you been following kinda, you heard, up on that
0: at all? No, no, I, he, I heard, well, he I heard re- a little bit. He but. retired
1: because he's got, I forget what it's called, but it's basically, he's got like dementia okay. sort of. Dementia, yeah. But essentially, he just, um, apparently he's been going downhill for a little while now. But, whatever uh, look at it. I mean, I guess well, he's, he's been in a lot of really shitty movies the last little bit, but he definitely well, kind of dropped the- off of like A-lister status. Uh, yeah Quite a while ago I'm trying to remember Like the last big movie He was in It was probably One of the Die Hard movies Which were terrible And even then they were like right. the The later Die Hard movies Were quite the fall From grace You know what I mean Oh I guess He's in that Glass
0: movie Recently See in this Oh those yeah those are yeah, kind cool. Yeah see And that's That's kind of like Where um, he, Just around those times He's only Yeah he's He's picking and choosing Dude he, but We, it was, we uh, talked about
1: this Last time gosh, Yeah um, he was in the excellent sequel for Sin City.
0: Yeah, no, right. Just he was in. That Sequel's one awful. Too, huh? he, he's in the original Sin City, and he's really. I mean, good. I know. <laughs> I know he's he's fantastic in that, and that's. I guess that's kind of like him in Glass doesn't necessarily count. Um, right. the, or no, no. The wait, last wait. big oh, yeah, movie yeah. he yeah. was in that I that I'm looking at, three
1: big movies for me, big-ish, was in ten years ago in 2012. Was Looper, Moonrise Kingdom, yeah. and then not for me, but Expendables Two. I mean, that was fairly large. Uh, but Looper and Moonrise Kingdom, those were the last
0: two I remember that like, those were big movies. You know what I mean? Looper was pretty big. Yeah, Looper's cool, and Looper's in his that he does a. It's, it's very similar to this setup. Like, it's it's that like, time travel dude. I like good time travel movies. Well, it's fun. He did he did one. So he did he did this film, and then he did the kid. Which is another oh, yeah. <laughs> time trip. It's like he does a lot of those where he meets himself as a child. He did that with that, and he did that in Looper. So, spoiler alert for all three of those movies <laughs> yeah. for everybody out this there. In the world. one, and you know, kind of a blanket spoiler alert for any movie ever. <laughs> if, if you're, if if you're, if you're watching this,
1: this, these are not spoiler free. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> no, we just we just we're we're just gonna ramble about movies that we like. And, and obviously, that, and we're, we're gonna gonna all over the fucking place. Them yeah we clearly we just like to (laughs) run down it really yeah it's such Well, i I heard i heard that he he likes to be in low budget movies because he knows that his name will it'll you know it'll attract so if he likes a script and he likes a producer or a director he'll be in their movie regardless of the quality oh yeah and so that's that's mad respect i yeah
1: He's big. You like, you forget. Like, him, but. like, you kind of forget. Like, I I know I forget. Because I definitely, when I think of Bruce Willis, I don't think of him as, like, oh, he's this, new, like, this good, nuanced actor. Like, no, he's he's the no. big action
0: movie star guy. You know? Well, and then in this movie, Terry Gilliam specifically said, I will only cast you if we can, he he made, like, a list of uh, Bruce Willis cliches. And he said, we're not <laughs> right. allowed to do these. Yeah, he, on, like, on set, he had a list of, like, Non non Bruce Willis cliches, and it's like the steely blue eyes and the one liners. So you never you never got you never got those. Like he's like he's like those are your scapegoats. He's like I want you to actually act in this. He does. Which I think is amazing. He yeah. does. And Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is like I watching it now. I think I like Bruce Willis more. You're than saying. when I first saw it. Yeah, like I, you know, I love. I mean, still, still, Brad Pitt's character is cool, but he's kind of just one well, note, and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. You know, well, it's
1: Terry Gilliam but, got a good performance out of all of them because it's like uh, yeah. Bruce Willis is like, you know, he's not unhinged. He's definitely like he's stressed. He's confused. He's like he's got the wider range of emotions where he's like, you know, he's breaking down over the music and like, but then he's like drugged up. Like he, he's he's all over the place in a good way. And I feel like with Brad Pitt, he's just like, let him off the chain. Like, just do this. Be like this, you know. Um, but I definitely appreciated it more this time around. Because I feel like the first time I saw it, like, I don't know why. I was totally blown away by, like, I was blown away by the ending. And the script was so tight. And how everything, well, it, everything comes yeah. together really well. Um, it does. And it's sort of a twist, but it's not like a aha moment. It's like it's platted out to you fairly uh, over time, but uh, but in subsequent rewatches, I'm like, I don't know how I didn't catch it sooner than that. Because now, <laughs> yeah. from the very beginning, what? I'm like, oh, it's obvious it's, that that's him in the airport. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. It's a time, It's literally a time
1: travel movie. Like,
0: it's definitely him. Right, <laughs> like, right. But I think I think it's still even on this watch for me. I was a. It's you know, it's Terry Gilliam. He makes he makes it he makes it fairly ambiguous when he creates like. The mul- he so he'll he makes a lot of parallels. So he's in the '90s, he's in the institute, and then he goes and like he's talking to that board of of you know doctors, and they represent the like the board of you know time traveler scientists you know in the in the future, which is present time, mm-hmm. you know nineteen or the whatever twenty thirty, and so it's like interesting how he does those parallels, but then it also kind of confused me a little bit because I'm like. I, I think did he want us to think like oh you know maybe there there is no there is no future and he actually is in just 1990 and he's you know I do like cuz it's like cuz they open the movie with like like a, a a quote from a schizophrenic. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you know it's like is that was that supposed to be like the play or is it just kind of to be like this is this is the overall theme this... of what I'm getting at but it's like it's clearly set like, cuz I feel like he makes a lot of movies that are they're grounded in reality, even though people are daydreamers or people are having, like, yeah, they're a very like, you're under. not
1: questioning yeah. the events that are happening. You know what I mean? Like even, um, yeah, no, you're right. They're grounded as far as the story goes. You know what I mean? Even though if it's told in a certain weird way. Um, but this, I never th- really thought that I always thought like, it's pretty straightforward with like, it is, because right. it, it disappears. Is, and It's, shit. it's, it's like, keeps being proven that there's something wonky going on but it actually wasn't that that time travel that his version of things must be the closest version of reality uh, with the time travel and stuff especially when she starts finding evidence for it and stuff um, Uh, near the third act but this time around I did notice more like I felt that more than I ever have because not only there was a they give you a little bit they dip your toe in the, the, the doubt slightly because it's yeah. like as he's because it, it is the back and forth. He's like I thought I was back in the hospital, and you're like you could play it as that for sure. And then all the scenes like this is Terry Gilliam's most subdued movie that out of his main ones anyway that I could think of.
0: Like it's pre- it's pretty subtle. I, well, I actually in my in way yeah in my notes filmed. I thought I thought that like it's like one of his it's like if not his highest budget movie one of his highest budget highest budget movies. Yeah. and it it's cool because it's like everything seems more real because it's like it it like it probably was there's probably more expensive stuff created i don't know like and it just seemed there was more texture there was more stuff in it like every single scene of him in the future uh slash present is like it's like really full of shit yeah. <laughs> like all even though you know it was gel cells like full of like stuff and it's like i know that terry Gilliam does that a lot but it just felt like more claustrophobic more stuff this time
1: no it does like i mean that's uh, what we've talked about this in brazil that right. he's the fucking master of like yeah. set dressing he, and taking this world and like making it seem plausible with like basically discarded items like it seems like the, right. the production designers are like you have this to work with make it work for
0: a future like you know this is your yeah it's like it,
1: it's a recycled right. version he, of the
0: future you know I guess I think we use that last one too as a retro futurism. Yeah. Like, it totally is like the, it's like what somebody in the 50s thinks the future is going to look like. Yeah. It's, he's almost it. got like a steam, everything's
1: magnifying steam glass
0: it. and gears. Right. Um, right. But, and dude, that, oh, that TV ball so, is so, good. so fucking <laughs> so cool. Good. And like, apparently, though, it's like, it was like, it literally every single take it malfunctioned. They had to, like, they would basically only get a few seconds out of it. <laughs> like, I that doesn't, doesn't surprise me. That's great. Yeah. But uh,
1: like I was saying, like, Paul, he's very, in a lot of his movies, he gets kind of weird with the camera, he's got really wide angles, he's got Dutch, like crazy, and in this, he kind of saves that stuff for the future, where it's like, those are where all the Dutch angles are, those are where the wide angles are, and then everything in the, you know, the in the 90s um, is shot very kind of straightforward, which I think I didn't ever really notice that before, but this time around, yeah, I,
0: get, I get you. It uh, it
1: definitely led to more of a separation between the stylistic, which made me, especially near the th- the th- you know the start of the third act, when he's like starting to question it. He's like, no, I actually am insane, and then the therapist is the one that's like, no, actually, I think there is something in this time travel thing then like the lines blur there's then you're getting the more wide angles you're getting the dutch angles in the reality yeah. it's like the cross those are the that's the only time and only on this rewatch where i was like i could see like i it, know what happens but i'm like it, i could see this being
0: all in his head
1: Actually, yeah. you know, no, I'm dude, like, I'm, I'm totally, questioning it,
0: <laughs> and it's in the in the when he's at the Hitchcock theater, like, yeah. and they're and they're like, they're, that made me you want know, to watch the birds again, dude. They're boy. doing that parallel. <laughs> I know, yeah, dude, we want to watch the birds, and I've I've never seen Vertigo because I'm a poser, but it's like, and I've, I guess I've never seen Birds either, but I, I've seen quite a few Hitchcock films, yeah. but it's like, those two movies are in the movie, and it's like they're they have parallels too of like your mental state, and you yeah. know, and like, and then, and then he he sleeps in the theater. And like when he wakes up, it's it's a different movie, and I think I assume this is just so this is where it goes. It's like this this is probably just continuity error, but it makes me want to dive into the metaverse of this, where it's like he woke up to birds. That was that was what was playing on the on the yeah. um, movie. But when he goes in the marquee, it doesn't show that the birds is playing. Oh really? That's not part of it. That's not part of the retrospective of, of Hitchcock. So I'm kind of like I'm almost just like that has blurred like that right there. It's like. Oh his mental state because it's like he's having these memories as a child of seeing her and himself as an adult. And so it's like, he saw himself as a time traveler already to complete that loop. Yeah. But it's like, but in that, in that loop, he's seeing like, there's like things that aren't lining up. He's like, you know, he's not remembering things. It's, it's like that blur is cool. Even though it's like this film is pretty straightforward and they actually before it was even more ambiguous and uh, they did like the test screening and it like, everybody was like, whoa, this is really confusing. And they literally just changed – they tweaked the ending a little bit. They just made it where it's like, you know, he – him as a kid. Hmm. It doesn't just end with them dying there. At, like, he goes to the parking lot and, like, you know that he's, like – it's actually him. And, and you get trial. you it's get like, the
1: assistant who actually caused everything get on the
0: plane. Right. And, and then the woman. That's right. The and woman the, who the, is – The scientist, mm-hmm. the futuristic scientist who is an agent who came back – She's like, look at that briefcase, and they win. You know, they essentially whatever. Yeah. It's basically a happy ending. It's like his happiest ending that he's ever made. Yeah.
1: Honestly, <laughs> yeah, though. honestly,
0: even yeah, like but, but time Bandits It's sad as fuck at the end. I mean, it's it's cool and happy for the kid, but not for his Kids else. get turned. His yeah. parents are turned into a potato or some shit, right? I, I don't quite re- right. remember. Something like that. His dad, right? Something, Something like that gets that. turned into a potato. I don't. sure <laughs>
1: um yeah, all his movies are <laughs> sad. Seriously, I don't know, man. This movie, like. I love a fucking – this movie – I forgot how much I liked it because, like, so many – even though it's sort of a cliche at this point of the – like, it's the, essentially the same basic plot as, like, Terminator. You know what I mean? It's like a dude right, comes yeah. back to save humanity. But in this one, I like where it's like you can't save anything. I'm just doing it for to learn information about the past so I can fix shit in the future because you can't change anything. And so I like right. – because generally there are like three types of thought when it comes to time travel movies, and we talked about this a little bit back when we did time travel movies last year, where it was (laughs) like... Oh, yeah, go listen to those. That was great. Time trap, dude. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) I I like time trap. Time trap? trap. No. (laughs) But it was like, there's like the time travel movies were like, you know, everything is as it is and cannot be changed. So whatever's happened, happened. Whatever's going to happen is always going to happen. So if you do something, it's just going to cause that to happen. Then there's the ones where you can change it, which like branches off and then there's like multiverse shit where it's like everything you do changes right. just by going, yeah just by going yeah. back in time you're essentially putting yourself in a totally different parallel reality to your original time so so few movies with the exception of probably what back to the future like actually do the like it doesn't actually change it I don't know back to the future does both because it changes oh, it but it creates a parallel it does
0: yeah right but then oh god yeah with back to the future though it's like I guess it changes it and then you can fix it so easily yeah. that it's kinda like, yeah, there's the yeah, the stakes aren't as high. But but still it's like with this it's like that, where it's really cool that he can go in and then he can get like sucked back out. It's almost like a, a matrix style or something like that. Yeah. He's, he's in you know, he gets to go and then he can tap back in and and wake up in the present, you know, again, which yeah. is like which I thought that was interesting. I kinda wish that was explained better or at least I wish I understood it more. I'm glad they it, kept it ambiguous because right.
1: no, I mean, it's like you're it, getting yeah. – that's where you get lost in like the science of it. Like I'm surprised they even right. showed the time travel machine because literally the first time you see him go into the past, it literally is like, it, so we got a job for you that's really important, you know? And then, yeah. it, and then it cuts and it's like Baltimore, 1990. It, you know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, right. It doesn't even show act, the yeah,
1: action. It doesn't show him terminating there, showing up no, in the bubble, right. and really fighting the cops. That, like he yeah. just – wakes up is in jail. You know what I mean? That's where it brings us. Yeah. Uh which it's like lean, lends to like really good pacing of this movie, I think. I think it's really well paced. Um just cuz it's like what they chose to not leave even though it would have been exciting like a lot of action happens off screen, but it's like
0: it really? stays yeah. focused. A lot of it's on, explained. Yeah. They they talk about a lot what's of important, action. yeah, I mean. Yeah. Right. Well, dude, and this this movie had so much freaking beautiful intricate detail that i like i'm like this this totally warrants a second viewing just to just to kind of capture all of them like i love every little detail about it when he's in the same asylum and he grabs the spider and he eats it and he's like he's like that's the only way i could bring this specimen back to the future you know to the future yeah. and it's like and they're all like they're all like oh well that was that was really smart that was good that was like that was you know yeah, trying to do something uh, like that again that try to do something like that again and i love how it's just like a throwaway comment but it is so like it's so, it's so packed and like, they're like, oh wow, he really is smart. Cause he's like, he's just like, I love how simple he is. He's like, I'm just, I'm a guy who remembers things. Yeah. It's like, you know, no, he's not some super really scientist. Happening. He's, he's a convict, right. you know, and he's is, expendable, yeah. oh, but he's, that, I want to know, sharp. I want to know why he's a convict too. Cause it's like, he's just, that's, that's interesting. Guy. Like he gets, you could tell well, it's he,
1: interesting. every time he resorts to violence, like he almost just gets like in a trance of rage. Like every time yeah. he beats those guys, he's just like, he's not even thinking, oh, his eyes right. go like blank. He's not even like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, true.
0: So I could see him having that kind of issue, but um, well, and it's kind of weird. There's only one percent of the world left, but it's like there are so many people in prison, and it's like such a weird community. I mean, I, I know, know, right? That. They're all living in, like,
1: living in the sewers. Like, yeah, and apparently living in the sewers of Philadelphia too. Apparently, because it's like right, where he right, where right, he that's... comes up when he does that because that's where they send him first is to the surface, which is really cool the dystopia that, yeah. with like the bear and
0: everything. But it's like, he sees the department store and he recognizes well, you know. And that, and that's a part, that part ties in with like his mental state, yeah. like him seeing the things that like, well, and the, yeah, the, the
1: psychiatrist is yeah. constantly being like, no, you saw this. And now, cause like when he's like, like he's like, I, I, you were just in my dream. And he's like, Oh yeah. What was it about? And she's like, Oh, you're running. You're upset. But I never knew it was you. And he's like, yeah. she's like, no, it was it was never me, but it's become me because of what's yeah. happening, and that kind of lends to
0: the like unreliable narrator element. But and but then and he's like Jeffrey mm-hmm. Goins yeah. Jeffrey Goines turning into the the guy in the airport in his dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Where it's, it's like his memory why, yeah. is like
1: altered and stuff like that. Uh, but at the end, you really only see his memory being those scenes, which are then played out pretty straightforward. Because it's like this movie does have a lot of details that i like you said like i enjoy but they're not like like everything is just matters there's no throwaway shit and that's what i like it's like i forgot about the part of him accidentally getting sent back to world war one you know what i mean right yeah me too too. yeah and then he's like has his leg all fucked up and that's just another thing they're like oh that's a world war one bullet that she pulled out and then she's got the picture and uh The one thing I didn't really catch, or I've always kind of caught, but I didn't really think about as much. Um, I obviously don't know the tragedy, but when she's given the lecture about um, the like Greek goddess or whatever that can always that she has the foresight of the future, but will never be can't do anything to change it, and will never be believed. Like, not only is that the characters that becomes the audience, and I I think that's really cool because by the time you get even halfway through this movie. You know, and then if you're then it really spells it out for you in the last thirty minutes that it's like yeah. okay, everything that happens there, it that's him, you because know? it's like when you see him put his outfit on and everything. So you as the audience, you know, if you're paying attention, oh, okay, that's him that gets shot. He sees himself get shot at the end and that's is her. You know, it's definitely like ends in son of the calamity and you kind of see this a full circle starting to close on itself and you know that it's coming but as the viewer you can't do shit to change it it's just like you know that this this circuit is completing and it's gonna come around and you're like part of you is like no i want them to succeed i've been rooting for them and then you just as all the pieces start falling together you're like no that's not this everything is gonna happen as it was always gonna happen and then and it's just so tragic because it's uh the army of the 12 monkeys is just a misunderstanding and is actually nothing to do with the yeah. reason he's there. And so once you start to realize that it's like kind of like depressing and like a little bit nihilistic where it's like you're sitting there you can't do nothing to change it. You know you know that he's wrong and he doesn't know he's wrong until it's too late
0: to change it, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Well I love it. That's the science of the future isn't an exact science. I know. Like they they like yeah, oh, they fucking they keep thinking, like, they get the recordings back, and the recordings are, like, you know, mismatched or, like, the pitch is wrong. It, like, you know, they, they're they not perfect. It's one word at a time. Yeah. To get that message back, dude. I love, oh my God. I, those are the things I love about it. Is. It is. Like, well, because it, really it doesn't goes. show. Like, comes full circle. The moment, right, yeah.
1: probably one of the best moments. It's like earlier on, you hear yeah. the recording of, like, you know, have a Merry Christmas. And then yeah. later. She, and I have you, a merry Christmas. Yeah, you don't like, you don't hear her say it. She just comes back and like it's cool. I told him this, and then yeah. he just like completes her sentence like totally. Boom. That was the reality drop for him. So good. Yeah, <laughs> such a good moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really does. This really is this like tightest strip. Where where Brazil? I I think the reason I like Brazil, not I mean I like it. I wouldn't say necessarily more. I would just say I like them both equally for different reasons. Yeah. But Brazil just feels. I, think more I love more th-
1: for interpretation. You know, for me.
0: Yeah. When I and I love like I love how like how hopeful it is even though it has like a soul crushing ending. I, I do like how her- her, um, her- heroic it is. Like, it is. And just Well, and it's you know, just it's like, like daydreaming. you
1: can't trust the outside world. You you all you at least you always have your thoughts. You always, right. you know what I mean? Like, you know they can't that's one thing they can't take away from you is your hope, your dreams.
0: Um, yeah and i love a i love a terry gillian motif where he uses music because that dude bruce willis is acting on that when he's like in the car the and you just like he's just like he's like manic and he's like oh, i love your love your air and i love your music and he's just laughing out the window she's and I'm like, dude. terrified he's like, you know just <laughs> terrified and he's he's terrified yeah, it no, is like, he's, yeah. he
1: seems 100 unhinged but what yeah. do you expect from a dude traveling but, from a you know underground well, sewer and i love
0: <laughs> But I do love how I love how she that's that's where I kind of knew watching this again, even though I knew how it was ending. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a really good detail is when she's like when she first meets him and she's like, God, I just I have a feeling about him. Like, I feel like I know him somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so the whole time, that's why I'm like, it kind of gives me that um, uh, uh, suspension of disbelief is her trusting him a little bit more because the whole time she's been like, I feel like I know you. And so, you know, because I'm like. The fact that she didn't drive away when he got hops out of that car, I'm like, girl, you are cuckoo banana. yeah, there's
1: she's definitely You're, something hooked in, but right. that is the suspension of disbelief right. for her character because yeah. it's like, you right. literally right. so many times in movies, and I kind of, kind of hate the argument of like, oh, the person is so stupid. You know what I mean? Like when somebody right. says like, especially in like a lot of horror movies, and then you know sometimes that's true when they break their own logic, but it's just like right. if a movie. Like, first of all, you don't know what the fuck you do in that situation. But it's like, you gotta look... Right. That person is not you. This is their own individual acting on their own set of their own character's rules. You know? So it's just yeah. like, it makes sense based on everything that's happened and her vocalizing for the audience, her feelings about him, about how there's there's just something she... You know, it's got like a barb in her mind that is keeping her sucked in. Makes sense that why she doesn't run when she has the chance. And even though most people would, you know what I mean? And it that's yeah. good writing because if you had established yeah. earlier on none of that and then she didn't run and you just decided I need her to stay because the plot dictates that, that's lazy writing, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, so that argument I get, but so many people are like, oh, though they make dumb decisions, I would never do that. And I'm like, well, hold your yeah, hold well, your horses.
0: Yeah, right. That, yeah. And apparently it's like she has to do it because it comes full circle. Yeah. But it is, it is pretty brutal that she stays with him for so many things that he's done. That's true. Kidnapping kidnapping and murder are pretty pretty high up on the list for something I would not stay with somebody for. I know. But
1: she does get like – and it's funny because she but, does. They talk about like a little bit of the Stockholm Syndrome that she's getting because yeah. she's like – the yeah. FBI agent's like, why is it that every time I save one of you – when you people are yeah. always talking about what a great I, guy your kidnapper is and what a, how he's just misunderstood. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you know, it's it's complicated and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and yeah. it's true. I don't know. It's like she knows, but it's... I'm just glad that it's... a uh, Because so easily in a time travel movie to make all the pieces fit, like they have to force the pieces. Like I feel like a lot of movies like kind of write themselves into a corner. So they're like... They just have to force them, but, like, these... Well, especially with this style the, of, of story. Yeah, talking. this style, for sure.
0: With time travel. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. where it's, like, it's made in stone. You know what I mean? Like, nothing can deviate, so it's easy to be like, well, I have an end goal I have to get to regardless. Let me just force it to see what happens. But um, all the decisions in this are based on character motivations. And the characters are, like, they're good characters, but they're not, like, these super crazy nuance. Like, they're just well-written movie characters you know what I mean uh that they're plain plainly vocalized in their their wants and how they feel and their actions and shit it's uh it's very good it's a good movie I forgot how good it is I, I thought it was like more niche I remember it because it's Terry Gilliam like nobody knows who
0: Terry I, Gilliam is and no one I talked to of course has seen this yeah right right but yeah that's the thing yeah Terry Gilliam is one of those he's uh what is that what is that like He's a director's director. Yeah. Like he, he's someone who like everyone in Hollywood wants to work with him. And that that was what's fascinating too is like uh, everybody the three main the three main actors they all took they all took below their ask like below their normal price oh, really? or whatever the their yeah they all took below nice. their contract. Bruce Willis Bruce Willis um, like forfeited his payment until the production was finished. Oh wow! So he had it, he had it contracted where he would get he would like whatever he would get his like normal percent. Paid off of whatever the movie made, so it's like he totally did it, like just because he wanted to work with Terry Gilliam. And on that note, it's kind of cool that, uh, or just funny. Have you seen The Fisher King? I've I've always wanted to see it. I just never. I I rented
1: it one time, but with a stack of library movies, and I never ended up watching it though.
0: You never got into it. Yeah, so I really want to see it because it stars Jeff Bridges, and the Robert De Niro. Irony, yeah, yeah, and the irony is. That Terry Gilliam casted and wanted Bruce Willis as his first choice. Oh, really weird. But yeah, but it was like uh, it wasn't. You know, it just didn't. It didn't work. And so he did Jeff Bridges, and then vice versa. He wanted Jeff Bridges casted for this film, but ended up interesting. Going with Bruce I wonder what this movie would have been like nah. with, 90s I, yeah. with '90s Jeff Bridges. With '90s Jeff Bridges would have been would have been weird. I don't know. I think I think he could have done it. I think he could have done it cool. It might have been. He might have been kind of like pigeon-held into more of a more of a, I don't know his intensity. I mean, I guess he could probably do his intensity really well. I just, you know, like I feel like what he. No, I don't picture him I, as super yeah, intense. What like. I
1: don't picture him is which, Cole or you know Bruce Willis's character in this is volatile and dangerous. Because that's yeah, there's always like even though he's you're rooting for him, because he's like he's the protagonist. You're rooting for Cole and you know where he's coming from, he still might be an unhinged psychopath. You know what I mean? And there's always that sense, especially because you're wanting the the therapist, the psychiatrist to get out alive and unharmed, but there's always the sense that she's in danger. There's even that moment where they give you the old psych out where they, they think you killed her. Huh? Where it's like, he's like, oh, am totally, like, yeah, the and then it cuts, yeah, yeah. and he's not with her anymore, and they're like, we found a body in the woods that may not have been her. It's like, you even think for a minute, they're like, holy shit, did he fucking kill her? And then obviously he didn't, but um, right. I don't know if I could see Jeff Bridges doing that. Having that, the air of like, could our hero, like, obviously he killed this other guy in self-defense. Like, so he's capable, but like, could he just outright kill her? But like, it does get you questioning it, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's an alternate reality we'll never see,
0: maybe. I know uh, we'll never know. Oh, it was Robin Williams in the Fisher game. Oh uh, yeah. Si- similar, similar, Robin. <laughs> Sim- similar to Denis. Close enough. <laughs> but no, yeah, dude, it, it's kind of that's kind of cool. that that, that like would have been would have been pretty interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I'm really happy with the casting on it, and it was yeah, it was cool to have like Bruce Willis play somebody different. I don't know it's fun when. You know, action heroes play a little different character. It's true. Uh, did you ever see but. Tideland? Because that's got Jeff Bridges. No. I. Uh,
1: no, I haven't. Seen I remember watching part of it. Like I started it because uh, um, someone lent it to me. Josh lent it to me. I think I still have it. Sorry, Josh. If you ever listen to us, shout out. I think I still have your copy of Tideland somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Rude, i yeah. know well to be fair i do have a handful of movies i've borrowed and still have just over like <laughs> moving or it, something or losing touch with someone yeah but i definitely have lent out way more that have never come back to me we've talked about this before okay, i
0: your karma your karma's equal it man, is right? i've yeah, bought karma's balanced i've
1: purchased the signal four times <laughs> 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 just kidding yeah. three times but it's because I the Just first two it. I lent out and they never came back because everyone I'm always like no you haven't seen the signal of course not watch borrow this yeah you're welcome you're Signals. welcome David Dude, Bruckner. We... you're the
0: reason you have a career it's me wait oh we did oh we did watch the signal go did we do a pod for it though or was, it was a powder of Halloween we didn't do did we
1: maybe it was the first one the first horror I think we did I know
0: we, we did because I the remember, first hor- I know for a fact we the did. the first horror we did yeah. I know. I know. We've watched it for the fact one where like, we did yeah, the one where we did the
1: live stream with all of us. I'm Mary pretty sure Yeah,
0: we did. I think so. just go go listen to that podcast. Maybe if it that exists. it does exist, and it is five <laughs> it, hours long. It, it, oh right, the first right, right. One. Yeah, go listen to that. The
1: second go find the second horror we broke up, but the first one is just all one stream. <laughs> it's just a block. It's five. It's yeah, five hours of it. us talking about thirty horror movies, uh, and getting drunk and arguing. I,
0: I'm so i I'm so excited for next time. I just remember oh, arguing for, with for your girlfriend
1: October. and Pablo
0: about fucking sleepaway camp. I know, <laughs> Sleepaway camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I remember getting that was kinda I was a little uh yeah, I was a little deep in the bottle there. Yeah, so same. don't quite remember. But The Signal is a fantastic movie. Go watch it every day. I uh I wanna know, do we have any Reddit's? Yeah, we got one that's uh related. Oh
1: okay. let me pull it up. I got some sad news, though. But let me read this first. Oh.
0: Well. Uh, Monarco uh,
1: Olivola says, I watched it in high school, male, 35, and it blew my mind. It definitely shaped the way I appreciate film now. Um, 100%. And then... Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, it, it really does... I, I do think it was instrumental in my early film-watching days, too, seeing in junior high and being like, oh, man, this is fucking these kind of like seeing those more like cerebral movies like i think this is a good stepping stone to like getting into more i want to say quote-unquote abstract filmmaking like it's not that crazy but it's a good stepping stone into like it's really accessible but it's easily to like you know it's like fight club or something you know what i mean it's like accessible but it's It's got got enough twisty big ideas to like you can if you like that, you can go deeper. Like, there's something to pick at more. Terry Gilliam. If you, you go yeah. watch
0: Brazil, well, because it's yeah, because this isn't this isn't a hard plot to follow, but it's got it's like visually it's stunning and kind of off-putting. So it's like if you like this style, then yeah, there's there's such a world of opportunity. Yeah, it's but, interesting. Um, uh, did someone else? Yeah, say? Joe Biddy in
1: the House says really great script. The pieces all come together very nicely, and I do really think that the script yeah. is. Quite as fuck, and and probably well, looking at his filmography of what I've seen, his most because it has to be again. This like with the time travel, it's super well put together, and so the script is well put together, really well, as,
0: also with good pacing. Like it's a good fucking script, and really well directed. The, so the funny thing about the script is there wasn't uh, one. <laughs> this, kind of, this is kind of the yeah right no kind of but it's like this is the classic. The director didn't watch the original. I don't know why that's such a thing. A lot of directors do it, but I think it's because they either a take after the you know they they'll read the the source material like the book or the poem or whatever it is the original. But it was because uh, David Webb, the people's, the writer of this screenplay, came to Terry Gilliam and was like, "I've got you know this is an amazing thing," and it was kind of like it's inspired after this like. French film, and Terry Gilliam was just read the script and was so on board. He was like, "Oh my god!" He could like it. Just was a vision for him. It was perfect, and it's it's kind of dope because it's like uh David Peoples is like he wrote Blade Runner, and so you've got like he adapted that script, and so he's uh, he's a fucking genius when it comes to adapting scripts from like sh- abstract weird shorts or like weird you know small small screenplays or other others like small what is that like novels or short stories and it's like his yeah his adaptation of this was like fantastic and they just they got together really well on it and uh i think it's cool um that the same studio that hated him 10 years prior for doing brazil and like they they bumped heads gave him complete control on this film (laughs) weird um like that's that's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. It's because he It's because he made a lot of money with Fisher King. Yeah, but. you
1: got a money is now a good time for money minute. I'm curious because that would be sure. my question. Yeah. It's
0: like, how much money did they get? Oh, me? yeah. I wanted, say, I wanted to say the tagline on this was really fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called The Future is History. That's fun. I'm like That's fun. That's fun. It, yeah, you, that's you
1: know, cute. it's a good tagline when it, like, fits the story. It rolls. It's, like, kind of a... It's like mm-hmm. almost a joke. It's like an oxymoron.
0: It's like a, a play on, yeah, a play yeah, on the whole it's plot. Like, uh, too. And it's
1: fucking four yeah. words long. That's good. That's a good, that's a good right, tagline.
0: Right. And it, well, it's like, and it's good because it's like the innuendo of like the world's ended. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, the, uh, the budget on this was pretty dank. It's like 29 mil. Okay. And it grossed 169. Wow. 169. Holy shit. So it, it did just that's fine. Great. And it's, it's one of the highest uh, opening weekends. That's the, '90s money. That's opening, '90s op- millions too, buddy. That's '90s money, dude. The opening weekend was 185 million. Holy shit! First opening no, weekend, dude. That was. Oh, no, that can't be right. That was really bonkers, dog. Yep. And then, and then it, and then it grossed uh, worldwide 57 million. So it's like crazy. That's insane. Kind um, of movies do not do that now. Or no, not, oh, I'm being dumb, anyways, I, see, oh, oh, Travis, Travis told me this last time, my, my monies, I can't read money, excuse me, never mind, it only made, it made 184,000, it's opening weekend, (laughs) I'm very dumb, and then it made 57 million for the rest of the, the worldwide, that makes more sense, wait, that still doesn't add up, I'm so confused, (laughs) I'm so bad at, I'm so bad at knowing, (laughs) oh, no, no, that's grossing domestic, oh my god, okay, (laughs) okay. I'm but, reading it. I'm reading a dude, different. I, I usually know, go to box office like, Okay, it was let me cost thirty million. It to make it, it, f- it yeah. made.
1: Come back. It made. It made
0: million? like f- no way. It, no, it did. Okay. It did. So okay. Bring Come Bring it okay. back, Travis. This is for you, bud. This is for you, pal. All right. It had a budget of twenty-nine million. It on the opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada, it grossed one hundred and eighty-four thousand. And then it grossed in US and Canada fifty seven million. And then worldwide it grossed one hundred and sixty-seven million. Okay. So it did, it did gross 167 Okay, million. That's worldwide. That's great. And end point. That is a, that's phenomenal. It's a great that's a great uh, great turnaround. That is
1: great. And then what was his next movie? You'd think coming off of that, I feel like his next several movies were kinda like cursed. Like he just has not had luck well, since then.
0: Well, dude, I can tell you why. So I was, I was watching an interview with Terry Gilliam, and it's, it's his own fault. So it's like it's the thing that I, the thing that I secretly love about him because he did, he did Fear and Loathing, which, which kicked ass. That which great. I didn't like. Uh, I know, but I've only know, seen it yeah, the yeah, once. Which is why we're, we're gonna rewatch we're ready, I'm it. I'm ready for a rewatch. I didn't like it when I watched it in high school. Yeah, and then he did that. He did that one. That's like he did the one that fills super hollywood the brothers grim i that? did yeah that one was that yeah fine. it yeah kind of just felt fun and then he did Tideland, and then the imaginarium of dr Parnassus, uh and then yeah and yeah. then he did some shorts and then that was like that was like a four-year gap and yeah then he the zero well, i imagine
1: uh, the imaginarium of dr Parnassus. i remember having some issues because that was the
0: uh mm-hmm. Heath ledger
1: died in the middle of filming
0: yeah so they had to like Change yeah. and do reshoots, and well, that's and why they had all the and different they really, people play it. All the all the different actors play it through to kind of like do for like a tribute yeah. to, yeah, to Heath Ledger. So, and that that's that's cool on its own. I think it'd be fun to you know deep dive into that because I shot a lot of that in Utah and stuff too. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like
1: I want to. I well, do want to see his last couple of movies though. The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Well, because that one was cursed. And
0: and I haven't seen the Zero Theorem. I remember wanting to see Zero Don Theorem because
1: it came out and it looked super weird. Uh, like, like his style, but like the, like one of her, his weirder ones. And then it was like, this is coming off of, uh, Christoph Waltz winning two Oscars back to back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So I was like fucking Christoph Waltz and Terry Gilliam. Hell yeah. And then it's like, it came and it
0: went yeah. and I never saw it. Right. I just, I don't know what, Yeah, I don't know why I didn't, why I didn't see it. But so the thing, the detriment and, and the respect that I have for Terry Gilliam, he doesn't like, he's like. He doesn't want to live in Hollywood, and he hates working in the machine. Like he, he really is like, and in his films, it definitely shows. He's very like anti-capitalist, anti like consumerism, and uh, that's that's his. That's kind of his biggest thing. Is he he can make he he only makes a movie if he can have total control, and I respect that. But then it also like then studios will come in and try to like tweak something, and it he he's not really a big fan of having like the. Uh, the screeners, you know, having the like the stu the the audience, whatever that what's that called, wherever it's like, you know, you have like a test, 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 test screening audience. and all that, yeah, test, test screening, yeah. He's not a big fan of that because he finds that it gets it'll get it can help because it really benefited with this film, 12 monkeys. It actually let him like, he's like, oh, okay. He's like, it wasn't clear. It's clear, you know, cause it's clear in your mind when you're next to a project, story, my but fucking it wasn't life, clear. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it wasn't, it wasn't quite clear to the audience and he tweaked it a little bit and it totally like elevated it. I, f- I feel like it's like, like where Brazil was going to be tweaked to be, to be like dumbed down almost. Yeah. It's like, this was tweaked to be elevated. So it can, it does have its like place, but anyways, he's, he's, you know, against it for the most part, but and more often he just than not control, studio
1: so. influences. S-
0: yeah. Usually so a bad I thing.
1: Like,
0: no. Right. Well, it just, I think it can become, it can become like a money focused thing. Well, and that well, usually is, you know, you know for so. sure.
1: But at the end of the day, uh, right. you know, a good product, a lot of the time can also equal a good piece of art. You know what I mean? It's like a better right. well, exactly, understanding exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. of art, a fuller yeah. picture of it. You know what I mean? It's like there are definitely films out there where it's just like, you know, if the studio would have gotten involved and did a little editing maybe to trim it up, maybe it would have been paced a little bit better or whatever.
0: Or just got like – if somebody else like came in and kind of had a look at it. It's like – because it's like this to say the studio, you just kind of give that that, like that corporate face where it doesn't mean anything. But it's like if there's somebody that they respect in the studio and work with really well, then it can definitely be influential. So. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of that. It's that like that clash between giving them enough room to breathe, but then also kind of raining it back, depending on especially for Terry. Yeah. He's um, he's a mad so question
1: man. then. What was your favorite part?
0: Um, God, I don't know that him like suiting up and get and the first time he goes onto the surface, that is some like that's some beautiful Dude, imagery. So with him, many like, butts
1: shot the, back to like you get his butt. Dude, the But that's the parallels again, because he's getting scrubbed in the underground, then he's getting scrubbed scrubbed in the insane asylum,
0: like... Right, and so you think, like, he's like... Similar shot. Right, exactly, exactly, same, yeah, same style. And when he's in this, when he's in the, like, that, that asylum, it's like, there's a lot of it where they're just kind of like, oh no, we're here to help you, we're doing this for you. So it just, it's, yeah, it's great how it, like, it totally, it makes you think, like, oh, he could, he could have just been here the whole time, you know, um... But I think I think that like, just that getting to see that world for the first time is really cool. Like, I love how the hook comes down and he's like, "I didn't volunteer," because they're like, "You, you know, you're you're a volunteer." Yeah, I know they're telling you like, you're, I you're I a volunteer. volunteer yeah, 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 I love it. I, uh, yeah, that's fun. I don't know. Hey, I don't what, know what Yeah, what would be your? It is it is hard because it's like all the times with Brad Pitt though. It's like I love his acting, and so it. It yeah, like it's it feels so sporadic and it's yeah, it's like God it just God. it feels so natural. Like you just you can feel like his How about that crazy
1: music? Energy. I like couldn't decide if I oh, I couldn't I decide if I really liked it or if it was distracting the organ the grinder weird or organ or accordion or whatever it, the fuck is like dun 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 like I don't know, it's so weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it, unique though I, no, I it's, think it
1: definitely like is go right. it's with that movie. And this movie had to be popular yeah. enough. I mean, obviously, you said it made so much money, but there was a fucking TV show, a Twelve Monkeys TV show, which apparently was
0: trash. Which I, I was not see, but I wanted to ask you about it. So I watched, I watched like a little video essay about that, and I, it like showed a full scene in that in the from the show, and I I know I'm taking that out of context. I don't know, I don't know the characters. I don't know anything about the show, but watching that scene, it was it was teeth. Pulled. <laughs> it was like it's painful. It was brutal. So I don't know. So, hey, how about this? I want you out there, our wonderful audience, tell us. Go to colsiminology.com, uh comment on comment on 12 monkeys, yeah, send go us to a fucking uh, email Reddit, you know. Yeah, do yeah, knowledge at Gmail. Just let us know if you liked that show and if it's worth it. Cuz a lot of people in the comments on the YouTube uh, episode thing that I was watching the video, I say everyone in the comments was like, "Fuck this guy, it's great. The show's great." And so I'm like Okay. If the show's good, I'd, I'd check know, it out because, I, mean,
1: I mean, I like the premise enough. And I like time. Right. I like well-done yeah. time travel shit. Like, I do. I think I've always know, liked right? it. I think it's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh man, we're we are, we're running out of time. I wanted to kind of talking about – it's funny how The Kid and Looper are such, like, that same similar thing. And I'm like, Looper was so cool. It was such a like, good movie. And a, a lot of people that. didn't like Looper because
1: travel. it did have the weird inconsistencies where it's like – the dude I, you know, is like you know like they're chopping his feet off in the past and then it's like him now with the, like his legs are disappearing and stuff and it's like sure like the science behind but it never really establishes what kind of time travel movie it is so my suspension of disbelief earlier on is like fine and it's just cool because is not paul dano i think right. too, getting all chopped up yeah that's no no
0: or is it is Paul, it Paul, Paul Dano's oh, that yeah.
1: side character? I think he's the, he's the yeah, right. Uh, movie, but Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt yeah. is the young. I I'm, 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 should rewatch. Right, right,
0: right, he's young, and he looks he looks just like Bruce Willis. I nose. love how they do that. Yes. Uh, yeah, because Ryan,
1: Ryan Wilson, Rain Wilson. That was like sort of his rise there, because uh, yeah, and
0: then what, well, because then they, they put him, him on they put done.
1: him on the oh. Star Wars movie, and then everyone hated it. And so right. I don't know if is his career ruined now. I don't know. But he did like, no. he did Looper. He did
0: Super, right? I'm gonna have to pull it up now. Mm-hmm. that Super was knows. great. Well, here, while while you're thinking, oh, I gave you money a minute. Well, I uh, so Travis. Travis didn't have. That's time what I was gonna to say. Was sad because
1: I went to the email and I but I figured. Well, it's probably because yeah. we're doing it early too. Because he does usually. He does exactly. usually watch them like Monday nights.
0: He does. He'll watch it Monday his night. And you kind of, yeah, right. And then he gives us he gives us his like message usually on yeah on Tuesday before we record. So uh, it's nice and fresh. But I do have a I have a message from him. So he DM'd me and I can oh, yeah. read that Re- read for everybody it. out there. But what I was gonna say, do you got this real quick? What else What else did he do?
1: Oh, Rainn Wilson. Yeah, oh, he did Knives Out most recently.
0: Who yeah. oh, came back? Oh, duh.
1: That's oh
0: oh so okay. So he's
1: he's, he's back. back. He's back. Yeah, knives That's Out deadwell well. Um, but you know yeah. what he did? We're no, idiots. No, you fun. know what he did that we actually covered last year and we
0: loved? It's Brick. <laughs> oh, duh. duh. Okay, he yeah. was Brick. He was, okay. Well, I was like, I kind of thought that because I was like, jo- that was when Joseph Gordon-Levitt was really kicking yeah. up because he did Brick and then he did Looper Well, he did, and there's shit in yeah, between. Mysterious like, Skin, when, which is what I really... Did you ever see that? Yeah. Well, and... No, I haven't seen Mysterious Skin. I'll uh, We'll have to figure... Can that be Halloween? Is that a... It sounds is. Like a, or is it a thriller? No, it's,
1: it's a crushing drama about s- child sexual abuse so it is fairly horrific
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a kind of horrific yeah it's a different kind of horrific though maybe we'll do maybe we'll do like maybe we'll do like mature yeah. drama or he something not he did you know, not yeah. do super who am i trauma, thinking that did super though? trauma trauma tra- trauma drama but uh joseph man, is cool, uh, i love man cool read read can, his uh, record thing record his but all right yeah so travis thank you for writing in this time which is which is great i'm glad that you're still got some uh uh, participation here. I read your message. Read your message. Hey guys, <laughs> what do you think of Bruce Willis as an actor? He's been in a million movies, some good, some not so good. And what are your favorite movies of his? Mine are The Sixth Sense and Pulp Fiction. I, Thanks, I always guys. forget, dude. Your <laughs> Hey guys sounded just like it, it Was, was that with just like him? right. I was That's trying really to. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to do your. I was trying to do your voice. No, travel I, I I hopefully I. Oh, it was
1: actually. almost there. Um, I just wanted to make a quick correction, correction before I answer your question. Thank you, Travis. Even though you weren't able to get to us, thank you for at least still yeah, uh, writing us in. Quick correction. Super was not directed by Ryan Wilson. That was my bad. Rain, it was uh, directed by James Gunn.
0: Who, oh, oh who really? Also, oh, yeah, because okay.
1: I remember now we talked about him when we... I talked about Super when we did Slither.
0: Because oh, I really okay, like yeah. Slither. Um, anyway... But who's maybe you're thinking because Ryan? Yeah, who's, who's that? Who's Ryan, that Wilson. R- Ran, Ryan, Ryan Wilson. Ryan. Rain Wilson. <laughs> Dwight from The Office. Dwight from The Office isn't it? So maybe that's you're that getting it mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Super was fun. That was a good movie. All right, Uh Travis. Great question. Loved it. Or I just you know love your participation. Bruce Willis. We kind of talked about him earlier, but it's I love. I I'm I'm sad. I didn't know about the dementia, so that's a bummer. But. It's great. I like his. Bruce Willis was kind of that, like, macho pretty boy that was almost. He almost became, like, um, uh, oh my God. I'm spacing his name now, right? Well, of course. Perfect. Uh,
1: Any other big. Uh, Stallone?
0: Game. No, 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 no. God, oh my God. Right now. <laughs> But what was what is, what's your favorite Bruce Willis movie? And Dude, I don't know. I'm looking second. at
1: his filmography right now. Because it's like, we covered Die Hard, and we both were like, yeah, it's fine. Because I know that's everyone's go-to
0: for Bruce Willis. That was well, his big one, you know? Uh, yeah, and that's, and that's where he, he was. Like, but he just, yeah, he rocketed I stardom was, in that. And then he's he's in that one. That's what uh, I always think of him as, he's like He's John McClane. He's the action movie star. So I actually even forget
1: he's always in Pulp Fiction. I always forget he's in that almost. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, And then Fifth Element, which is a lot of fun, but he's still that macho action star. Armageddon, he's the macho action star, which is fine. Sixth Sense is, uh, you know, it's pretty good. And
0: I I think that's where, and it's like, and then with like breakable, unbreakable that's kind of breakable. where that's where I started to yeah. respect him or whatever, you know, that's right. That's where he caught my eye it's like unbreakable I like, oh, but Oh cool.
1: That's I, a movie I came back to and didn't like this much.
0: <laughs> God damn it. I was he he almost was he almost went full Nick oh. Cage. That's goddamn. <laughs> that's who I was trying to find out. He was starting to go that yeah. route where he was just taking on any project because he like he liked it, but then but you could see you could see like his spirit was really was really yeah, you, no, <laughs> you like, definitely you know, can. Just be, yeah, just because he took the project on, he just like he would phone it in. Where like Cage just gives it one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, no, like, you
1: can definitely tell Bruce Willis you know, is, uh, especially now, but obviously but, his deteriorating mental because, state. Who and knows? that's it. Yeah, maybe I know, because of his. We're, his we're his still learning about it, so I mean, uh, I don't want to be disparaging towards the man if he's having some you know uh health problems. And,
0: Oh of course. I mean no, like, I'm gonna like a big roles that yeah. he's taken. Um Yeah.
1: I don't know. I honestly think so Twelve Monkeys and Pulp Fiction. But also I think that probably like it's his grizzled character, but it's his best grizzled character by fucking far, in my opinion. It's Sin City, Hardigan uh detective Hardigan and sin city like because it's just so perfect for the noir genre especially the like heightened noir genre that sin city is the one-liners are just so fucking on
0: point and the like ultra violence well right because that's that's where he becomes like the caricature of the macho super you know that super super cop is what he is in that show it's like where he becomes that like invincible character it's like Yeah. yeah it it's definitely... But I do think... I don't know, Cop cop Out probably, though, number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cop Out, literally. Um, Moonrise Kingdom, though, might be my actual pick, because um, I do yeah. love that movie, but he almost feels kind of out of place in it. But I do... I think I just like... I, I think maybe 12 Monkeys is probably his best acting, I think, or maybe Pulp Fiction. But something about Moonrise Kingdom, seeing him is like... The movie is like so like there's high stakes obviously, but it's not like high conflict. Seeing as him is like this sensitive, kind of more down to earth. He's like the sh- the you know the one sheriff on this island, and he's having an affair, and then he takes in the kid. Yeah. And he's just like this kind of sad bachelor Wes Anderson kind of guy. That's like it's pretty heartfelt. It's interesting to see him play that role. Like it feels a little weird because he's so known as like the grizzled guy and i feel like he has a hard time dropping that persona a little bit but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, totally but it's interesting to watch him in that role i don't know if it's his best performance but it is maybe my favorite just because it's like how he fits into that universe i think is interesting but other than that i
0: think 12 monkeys would be his best probably yeah man i dude i totally up yours is actually cop out though right cop out for sure it really, yeah, would be. So Actually, it's good. funny. The whole nine yarns, I remember loving that fine. as a kid. I that saw that. Fine. Yeah, dude. I remember seeing that at like eleven or twelve, <laughs> little kid. But I think the one, the one that like, really, really ingrained because it's like unbreakable. Unbreakable. He's fucking, really cool in that. So he still kind of well, plays that much. He macho is, but dude. he's like a regular guy you know? that but kind of is like he's a he's hardened right, yeah. every day. And, and he. He's a good he, – he has range in that yeah. for sure because he totally, like, has to take on the, like, responsibility of that and what that, that – the trauma of all that attention. But, um, God, The Sixth Sense is great. But yeah, dude, I think – I don't know. I think if I, if I had to go my favorite cool Bruce Willis was The Fifth Element. Yeah. I really – I really like that. Like, I love – I love just the world I of do. that Fifth Element. But I told Monkeys. 12 Monkeys now watching it, maybe because it's fresh, I feel like it's better. I need to watch Fifth Element. Because uh, the Fifth Element, I remember it being kind of Fifth, Fifth goofy, Element but did not like, stand up to me.
1: Like, I still think it's fun. No. But uh, I loved it yeah. as a kid, and I loved I watched That's, it a lot. Yeah, as like a, you know, like a 12-year-old boy. And then I rewatched it a couple... Oh, like, yeah, baby. Oh, I've done some research oh, with that yeah. movie, too. But um, <laughs> but I rewatched it a couple years ago, and I because I really like Luke Besson, you know? And, uh... But it, it is, uh, did not stand up for me. Like, it's still, it's still fun to watch no. because the universe is, is so fun. But, um, I just yeah. remember being like, this doesn't even make any fucking sense. Like, what is, like, oh, like, <laughs> watching it. and I'm just like, this is just yeah. a random series of events happening in succession. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, like, it really?
0: just, it oh, felt okay. like kind
1: of like, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, but oh, I don't dude, know that's maybe I need to go
0: back No. I'm yeah, I'm we're like maybe I it, think we'll, we'll, it's we'll we'll do like a red sci-fi. I know I
1: watched Valerian, we're way off track. But I watched Valerian and City of a Thousand right. Planets. A I thought it was pretty awesome.
0: Nobody nobody yeah, liked needed, it, I but I thought it was it. cool. I I saw it in a drive thru with somebody else's car radio. So I don't really count that I've seen it, but I have watched it. I don't even remember what the movie we were supposed to see, but it was boring as hell, so I watched Valerian dude, off of the last drive star. through
1: movie. Oh, man, what the fuck I was that? I used to... I am so nostalgic for the drive-thru. I've watched so many movies at the drive-thru on Redwood, you know? And uh, in Salt Lake. You know what I'm talking about. On Redwood Road. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: that's, the, that's the best that's one, dude. That's where Victoria and I went on... We went on a, one of our first or, like, beginning of our relationship. We went and saw that's some cute. movies... In the back of my Dude, truck, I Pretty, saw. Uh, I accidentally watched me myself and Irene
1: at the drive-in. As a in 1999, oh. I was way too young for that movie.
0: Uh, yeah, you probably didn't understand what the but. My the mom was jokes. trying to explain well, it away for me, like like
1: those aren't dildos; they're toys. They're just fun toys. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. swords. But uh the last movie I saw the drive-in was Dunkirk, and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> 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 it was the worst. <laughs> I can't think of a worse movie. To I literally see the was like, I left <laughs> the, the drive in and I said, I regret every <laughs> second
0: of that because it was Dunkirk and then it was like <laughs> The Purge 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What a. Okay, yeah. usually, God, usually sure The Drive In, the it's like a fucking maestro who orchestrates <laughs> yeah. the movies together, but that was some asshole who was just trying to shove two movies, like, they're like, make yeah. them kiss now. It's like, those are terrible was. movies was, to it, have. Okay, next it was to each The other.
1: Purge. I think it was The Purge 3. But anyway.
0: Oh, um, my I good went Lord. and
1: saw. Dunkirk the next week in IMAX because I was like I was like I I feel like yeah. I got fucking robbed in the streets watching Dunkirk yeah. in the drive-in because I had one Dude. speaker Dude.
0: like an, an, a Bluetooth <laughs> so dumb that was like all I'm just mob- like I'm almost like I'm almost like you were what were you like huffing spray paint before you You're like this would be a good idea <laughs> someone, I think someone just we oh. all wanted to go to the drive-in
1: Wait, yeah and I was yeah. like this well, Purge to probably no, the one. Well, like, nobody knew what they wanted to see, and I'm like, everything looks like butt, except for Dunkirk. I want to see Dunkirk.
0: D- yeah. And then so we went, and it started, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this time. is a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea. It's like... Nobody, nobody ever said, oh, Dunkirk is perfect for its visual. <laughs> visual No, audio. it's like, it's clearly all audio. Like, it's all like. Even it's then, like it's the, projected the, like, the editing across like cigarette yeah. smoke
1: and like <laughs> all with like a 720, <laughs> like some dude's yeah. fucking home projector over yeah. some guy selling cheese yeah. dogs. Um, it's yeah. terrible. It was the worst thing ever. It, <laughs> it was the bad. Was yeah, was not a the you... whole situation. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're running over. So. I love it though. 12 Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, 12 yeah monkeys everybody. Thank you for listening
0: to it. Thank you for yeah, Twelve Monkey Rambles. It's great. Go uh, watch it. Go Twelve love Monkey's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll come out. We come tell us what you think about. Uh, it. Yeah, the
1: poll is not officially over yet because, like I said, we're running this podcast a little bit early. However, looks like Jaws. Our predict- we Our projecting yeah, Jaws our, is our, the winner.
0: Yeah, our our prediction will definitely be most likely Jaws because it's got it's got like a fifteen, it's like 15, votes 15 and it's, vote lead, votes and it's got a day left unless the someone swoops our, in. And, just fucking spams the birds but um uh, so I, I really hope so actually do that though if you guys go to, i love jaws jaws but we've perfect, never seen but, the birds i, I want to see the birds yeah um, exactly all right maybe i'll go on there and i'll spam it and i'll just say go vote birds go yeah vote you just birds. create like eight yeah create fifteen. no i'm gonna just
1: tell everyone to go vote for it um
0: yeah oh and it's you know it's not too bad it's only like no i guess it's like yeah it's like 10 right. that's not a boy but it was Probably Josh, maybe Birds, I'm, you'll uh, see.
1: Thanks for listening. Yeah. Do all the stuff.
0: Go follow us. Our Patreon, oh yeah, Kylie, Thomas. Thank you kindly. Landon, you're amazing. And uh, Cindy and Gloria. We're... Uh, Glad to have you. And we want to have many more so we can keep bringing you this stick Stop. content. This is top. Oh, call and you. Can't get it premium. you can call in. Oh, yeah. Be a be a cool caller. Use your cellular device to give us a phone call at 801-613-1501. You'll go straight to voicemail. And you'll be able to leave us your tasty thoughts. All right, man. All right. Thanks
1: for listening. See you next time. Have a good one.